everybody. Welcome to the latest edition of Molly. I'm Carolyn Eagle, and as always, I see my good friend Seth is sitting there right in front of me. How you doing, Seth? Hey, we're uh, kind of color coordinated today. I was thinking the same thing when I saw I you there. We look a little springy almost, like we're supposed to be sliding into fall here. I know, but... yeah, we're in the wrong season here. Um, okay. I'm definitely glad that we're, we're heading into fall, though. School started, it's getting cooler, it's... Uh, yeah. You know, into that routine. You don't have the routine as much anymore, but I, I'm, I'm glad to have you know the routine of the kids, you know, going away and you know having stuff to do. So it's good. I don't have that either, but um, I do notice the change in the weather. Uh, um, woke up this morning and it, it must have been nippy overnight because the house was freezing. It'll be nice during the day today, but we're at that change of seasons where the nights are real chilly, and then in the day it goes back into kind of normal, warmer temperatures. So. Yeah, not uh, not too much longer, and you'll be flooded with the uh, lucky lose, right, for the Leafs? Yes, that'll be happening soon. The Leaf Peepers. Oh yeah, Leaf Peepers. Yeah, right now we're we're still totally green right now, but um, but it, I'd give it another week or so, and I'll start. You'll see one. There's always a couple of precocious trees that go get their color first. Um, so we'll be, yes, we'll be experiencing the, uh, well, depending on what's going on in the world. Um, we, I don't know about the tour buses that we usually get, but you never know. Yeah. People might still do that. Yeah. So yeah, looking forward to it. Um, today we're going to talk about data and you've got this very, very cool new white paper that, um, I enjoyed, believe it or not. And you know, me sometimes pulling me into the wonky stuff, uh, isn't my isn't my favorite thing to do, but I really enjoyed it. Um, and we're going to talk about that. And it's about um, how important data is, where it functions within our work environments, and then most importantly, how the demand for skills to be able to work with data uh, effectively within a business to make it you know best benefit that business. So I thought I'd let you kick it off a little bit and give us a little primer on the on that, and then we can riff. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, the the reason that I wrote the paper is that. CompTIA and the certification business are starting to move into the data space. Uh, so next year, CompTIA is launching a brand new certification called Data Plus. It's targeting data analysts. And like I said, that's a new space for us. We've traditionally been focused on the infrastructure and the cybersecurity space. Uh, and that, that covers about you know, half of the, the IT world, I, I, more than half if you're just talking about the, the number of workers out there. But half in terms of the different disciplines that, that we've defined in our uh, functional IT framework. So mm -hmm. that framework started with infrastructure uh, that I, I think a lot of people you know, still think of IT as infrastructure and you kind of can't have IT without the infrastructure pieces. Um, and, and so there's lots of people that are working in infrastructure, help desk, server administrators, network administrators, you know, that type of thing. Um, and, and it does provide the, the foundation for building your architecture and, and your technology. And then the, the next biggest one, which is probably the, the, the biggest by volume, uh, certainly it's, it's one of the, the most in demand is software development, because that's where companies layer on some value on top of that, you know, base infrastructure, you know, they're, they're building out the applications that they need. There's a lot of customization going on. Um, and, and so that that's the, the value layer. And a lot of companies have done that for a long time. And more and more companies are getting into that that traditionally haven't done software development. So that's kind of number one and number two. And then coming after those, you've got cybersecurity, which, which has really been developing as its own discipline for 
maybe the past 20 years now uh, in terms of companies having CISOs, you know, entire security teams, you know, devoted to that. Uh, so that one, I, I would say, is is well on its way to maturity. But then the last one is the data discipline. And I don't think it's nearly as mature as the, the security discipline. And, and so the white paper kind of starts there and sets all of that up and, and talks about the ways that companies are starting to form data teams, uh, you know, whether they have a chief data officer or whether the data specialists are kind of spread throughout the business, both in the IT function and in the business units. Uh, I think there's lots of different ways, you know, that companies are doing this. We actually have kind of a front row seat at CompTIA uh, because we do have a data team. We, we've got some some data specialists yeah. uh, and, and not too many companies that are our size would have those. So it's it's kind of unique to be able to see how those integrate, you know, with the overall business and get some insights into where businesses are probably going to be heading with their data teams. But but yeah, data as a discipline is is really coming into its own. Um, and, and that's the starting point for talking about the different roles that there might be and the different skills that companies need. Yeah, when I think about data, we talk about it, it's sort of a catch basin for a whole bunch of things. Um, it's just one word, you know, and, and, and then there's now a million skills that need to be applied in order to uh, tackle it correctly. Um, I sort of think of data, this is me and my little weirdo brain, but you know, it's like thinking about fathoming the size of the universe or something like that. And, and you start to think about it and then you kind of lose it and you can't anymore and it makes your head hurt. Um, so before we get into some of the really detailed stuff about skills, when you think about data, like, you know, how do you define it? Is it, you know, it's, it's, it, it's information. It is anything that you collect within an organization, within the computerized, digitized part of your organization. Um, is it anything outside of that? It just seems to me that it's such a um, broad term that it may not be understood. I, I think the way that you described it there is, is pretty accurate, that it is this vast ocean of digital information that a business might have. And, and I think in a lot of cases, when businesses are thinking about wanting to get value out of their data, they're, they're, they're starting from a limited viewpoint, right? They might say, okay, yeah. we've got this set of customer data and we wanna get more value out of it. And I, I think the real value and, and where, where it becomes very complicated for companies and, and where they really have to start getting more disciplined about their approach is the value isn't in taking that one data set and trying to like massage it in different ways. It's in taking that data set and putting it up against every other data set you have and looking for those connections that might not be obvious. Uh, and, and so if you haven't been managing your data very well, it becomes very difficult, I think, to, to try to figure out how do you correlate all of the data or which data is important and which data is not important. And I think that's where a lot of companies are today is, is kind of starting on that journey. They know that they might have a data set. And I think this is where they might be saying, well, we, we're looking for a data analyst to tell us what we can get out of this data set. But I think in reality, they need to kind of start at the beginning and say, okay, how do we manage our data? How do we structure it? How are we dealing with all the storage? How are we pulling it all together? How are we classifying all the data? And then how are we doing the analysis on it? Um, and, and that's uh, a much more advanced view, I think. But I, I think that when you when you talk about the companies that are maybe on the leading edge of this. And when, when we talk about big data, which we don't talk about as much as we used to like five years ago, but but that's what companies were starting to do is say, we're taking 
all of the data that we have and we're trying to you know manage it and mine it and get insights out of it um so i think it is kind of everything and and it is a, a big huge hairy problem um and, and that's again why you need you know some specialists in here but also kind of an organization-wide um, approach to dealing with all of it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm curious because we did talk about big data a lot. We wrote, you wrote research reports on it um, five years ago, and then that term sort of went away. And now, based on this white paper you've written, clearly there are organizations out there that are recognized that, um, you know, a, a DBA is not just sufficient, you know, in a, a relational database. And you can collect all kinds of information, but it can live in silos all over your organization. You're not really doing much with it. Um, so um, how to exploit it becomes the next question. And I think most companies aren't there. I mean, a lot the world I live in and, and what I follow are mostly small companies. And SMBs, they still have a lot of data. I mean, personal, are, you know, consumers have a lot of data in, in, of their own. Um, I don't think they are positioned yet, many of those smaller companies, to know what to do and have, be able to hire the people that can take advantage of it. Um, but um, I guess it starts at the larger larger firms and, and trickles down to those smaller firms. But um, I was really interested in the number of, of job role types and, and the very fine delineations between them and what they do, um, which I found interesting. Um, so we're moving away from just the database administrator type role to all of these specialists and, and having analytics be kind of at the front, at the forefront of what we're trying to do. All I, all I was thinking about when I was reading your paper was like Billy Bean and Moneyball and you know how all that was applied to, um, for those who don't know, they should, but about um, uh, how analytics was applied to baseball. Uh, but that was what I was thinking about. But to make a long story short here, um, let's talk about the roles yeah. and some of the skills that are many companies are looking for right now. And if you happen to be someone with these skills, uh, you're a hot commodity, right, on the market today. Right, right. Yeah. The, the, the role that I've mentioned a few times here and that I think most companies are heading towards and, and the role that we're targeting with Data Plus is the data analyst. You know, again, I think that a lot of companies believe we've got this set of data, we want it analyzed. They're, they're not kind of starting with, we need it managed, you know, or, or we need, you know, a DBA in here. So there may be, you know, companies that don't have any kind of data specialist at all. And the first thing they're thinking of is a data analyst. But um, I, I think at the same time, they should be thinking of a database administrator. And so th there are there are really three main roles that I defined in this white paper and actually in a white paper from last year. It's the database analyst, the data analyst, and then data scientist. And when I originally thought that data analyst and data scientist were kind of lumped together, but looking at the job postings, you know, looking at the data that we can collect and looking at the skill clusters that companies put into these job postings, you really do see a difference between data analyst and data scientist. Data scientist is much more nerdy, I guess, you know, for lack of a better word, you know, they're, they're heavy into... I want that into you know statistics and algorithms, machine learning these days. Um, whereas a data analyst is a little bit more traditional. You know they they have a lot of the the data skills and some of you know working with SQL, working with databases. But then they have the analytic skills as well as and and also they have business skills. And so in a lot of cases, this yeah. might be like a business analyst. I, you know I mentioned before, but these people could be sitting in a business function and they may remain sitting in a business function, even as they pick up 
some more technical skills. Um, but but those are two distinct roles. And then database administrator is maybe a little bit more on the infrastructure side. Uh, and and I, I mentioned things at, at CompTIA before. I know that the way that we manage our data is kind of split between, you know, those people that are, you know, labeled as data specialists and the people that are typically thought of as our infrastructure team, you know, they do a lot of the blocking and tackling and things that like maybe a DBA would do. And then our data people are leaning a little bit more towards analysts. And so I think there's a lot of different ways to, to slice it here. Um, but the bottom line is companies shouldn't be thinking the only thing they need is a data analyst, right? You know, they, they need to understand that this whole thing needs to be managed, you know, in some way, and whether that kind of falls to infrastructure people or whether they bring in, you know, an actual DBA with skills in, you know, SQL and manipulating databases and doing extract, transform, load, and those types of things, um, or, or maybe they would go to a third party, you know, to do some of that data management part, and then they would keep some of the analysis in house. Like I said, lots of ways to do it, but. These these roles are you know the primary ones that we see you know in terms of the volume of job postings out there and then the distinction in the skill clusters between those roles. I was also struck uh, in the white paper by the number of companies that are not doing much data work whatsoever. I know it was it was in like the high teens, but that still struck me as as pretty high. So we certainly have um, some work to do. And of those who aren't doing any data work right now at all, they certainly aren't assembling teams like we just described. The other thing that I thought was interesting is how willing companies who are looking to assemble these types of, uh, of teams, especially among, around data analysts and data scientists, um, are to look beyond requiring a four-year degree. They're really looking for somebody with a skill set, and that could be someone who's gotten a certification or certain credentials, but it doesn't necessarily mean they had to um, get a computer science degree somewhere from a four-year college. And I thought that that was a very high percentage of those who were willing in some way to at least possibly look at candidates in that way. Um, and uh, I, I that just struck me from the paper. Yeah, I, I think that whole discussion gets pretty interesting because you, you see companies... Yeah saying, you know, we're, we're willing to kind of think outside the box, but at the same time, they're looking for experience. You know, there, there's uh, some, some information in the white paper about like the level of experience that companies yeah. think they want out of any data specialist that they might be hiring. And it's, it's clearly not entry level. Um, and, and so I think there's a lot of work to be done, um, you know, with, pipeline and educational institutions and, and companies and kind of thinking about how do we build these data teams? Because if everyone's looking for a data analyst with 10 years of experience, then you know the, the supply is gonna run short pretty quickly. And so companies have to think a little bit more about how are we, how are we building this? Um, and as they're thinking about building, I think they'll find that those roles that I described are not necessarily a linear pathway. It's not necessarily that someone has to start as a DBA and then they would move into data analytics. Uh, I think you could have entry roles in both the, the database administration and the infrastructure side, as well as the analytics side. Uh, mm -hmm. But those entry roles only mean that that's the first job in, in data. It doesn't necessarily mean that you can do a two week boot camp and you can step into a data analyst role. I think you need a fair amount of experience. Um, and and for, for an analyst, that might be on the business side. And so you might have somebody that's been sitting in a, in a business unit for a while, 
and they want to really specialize a little bit more in data. And so they've got a lot of experience, but they need to pick up a few skills. And that's where like a certification or some training can really step in and, and fill those gaps. Um, so I, I think there's going to be a fair amount of that type of demand out there, even as companies are thinking about what would an entry level look like? You know, how do we get these out of a four-year degree program or some kind of a boot camp or other alternate pathways? Um, you know, all of this is going to be solved at the same time. Um, but I, I think the training and certifications are going to play a large role for for anyone that's got a significant number of the qualifications, but maybe missing some of the specializations. Yeah, I think for companies uh, who really want to try to fill these roles, looking internally, like you said, is like, you know, pluck somebody who's been a business analyst within the organization who has an interest in in, in, in getting over to more of the, the, the analytics or the data side of things. Um, but that's also going to require those companies to provide the resources um, that will help that you know employee get trained. And I think that's something that smart companies uh, will do as opposed to putting the burden on the employee themselves, uh, especially larger companies should be able to do this to send an employee off and let them get whatever credential it is they need, whatever certification it is they need. Um, that would just be a good business practice for companies who are really you know looking to uh, flesh out uh, the data part of their business and do it from within, mm-hmm. which is especially if the market is 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 thin for the people that they need with you know they just aren't seeing the number of job candidates that they that they want uh, from the outside, then they can look you know from the inside. But that means putting in the putting in the effort and the resources to invest in those people. Um, so it's probably two streams. It's coming in from the outside and also building people up from the inside within the organization. Yeah, and it's it's understanding which skills it is that you need to build up here, right? Uh, and and even when you look at data analyst job postings, a lot of the skills that are that are listed there, you know, bleed. I, I think in, into both of the other roles. You know, you've you've got you know some of the statistics and some of the the machine learning, but more than more than that, you've got some of the DBA type stuff. Uh, and and understanding you know how how to you know manipulate databases using you know SQL or, or methods that have, have been around for a while and now there are lots of new methods you know coming out if you're dealing with like you said before non-relational databases uh, and and companies are wanting to focus more on you know real-time analytics and so if they're focusing on real-time analytics then I think that that begins to lead them down a path of saying, well, which types of data structures and which types of you know programming and which types of uh, manipulation are going to be best suited for real-time analytics uh, and and that might there might be an investment there and so it, it's almost like with cybersecurity you can't get perfect security on every piece of your IT architecture you probably can't get real-time heavy-duty analytics on every piece of data that you might have in your in your organization and so that's where you have to start classifying the data and understanding which data has the most value. Uh, and and again, all of these you know skills uh, could fit into an analyst, um, or companies may want to expand that data team and and get somebody like a database administrator that's managing the data, but a little bit more and, and helping set up the structures and maybe build the policies uh, around that. So this wasn't part of your white paper, but in my most recent study on the state of the channel, um, we ask always, you know, what's in your portfolio? What are you selling today? What do you expect to sell in the next couple of years? And 
slowly but surely data analytics has crept up the list and it's pretty high this year. So channel companies are getting into this. And so I'm wondering what your take is about the viability of companies that are trying to build their, you know, their data function within the organization and looking for people with the right skills to look to a third party potentially uh, to help them with that. Because I understand, you know, it's a little bit dicey because, you know, analytics means getting a lot of access to a lot of business information. Um, so there's a trust factor that goes with that, obviously. But I'm curious what you think about, um, what you think about the use of third parties um, and the trust factor. Yeah, the, the white paper was, you know, definitely focused on IT pros, you know, or, or, or people that are, are moving into this, you know, at, a, at an individual level, but from a, from a company level, you know, again, I think there are parallels to cybersecurity where companies may not yeah. want to build the entire function in-house. Uh, they may want to figure out which functions are the most important to have in-house and then which functions they can outsource. Uh, and, and I think as with cybersecurity, we're going to see you know, these, these end clients looking for fairly specialized things. Uh, and, and these are solutions um, or, or business activities. You know, there, there's not necessarily a lot of you know, product here. There's not a lot of things that can be managed remotely. And so I think for a lot of maybe traditional channel companies, companies that have been you know, in the business for a long time, mm -hmm. uh, this may be you know, a left turn in, in a whole new direction. It may not be, you know, a, a small thing that they can just, you know, add on and, and you know, then they're off and running. Uh, I, I think there are a lot of newer companies out there that are specializing in this space, you know, whether it's, you know, companies that are specializing in Hadoop installations or companies that are specializing in real-time analytics or companies that are specializing in data science um, and, and the machine learning part of it. Um, so I, I think that's where the end clients are maybe starting to look. Um, but at the same time, they're, they're always going to, you know, have the partners that they've had for a long time. And, and there are so many pieces of this that there could be some of those structural, you know, pieces in terms of setting up a storage scheme, you know, working, you know, with, with cloud storage and how do you get cloud storage and on-prem storage to kind of work hand in hand, you know, for an overall storage architecture. I, I think that those things, you know, uh, would would probably lend themselves to a traditional, you know, VAR MSP, and then companies might be looking for those, you know, really niche type specialists. It just sounds like a great opportunity area for anyone who is interested in a technology career or who is already in a tech career or business analyst type career uh, to move ahead. I'm, I'm assuming most of these jobs are fairly lucrative too. Uh, relatively speaking, I believe so. Yeah. Yes. Maybe maybe we should both become data analysts or. Data <laughs> I, I want to be a data scientist just because I want that title. Um, but my takeaway is we're drowning in data, uh, and so I think to myself, how much of this do we really need to? Uh, somebody should be the uh, the gatekeeper almost. That should be a role, and maybe that is a role, and you can describe it as like, this is just a bunch of junk. We don't need to deal with this, and this is important. Um, but that's just me being, you know, decluttering uh, type. Um, but it seems to me that 100% of the data that you have, there's got to be a percentage of it that is not worth your time. Yeah, no, I, one of the lines that I used in the white paper is <laughs> when we talk about data these days, we, we've entered a situation where we have abundance without intelligence. Uh, I like that and, line. 
And so, yeah, companies kind of need like a Marie Kondo of data to come in and say like, uh, you know, which ones of these do you, are you ready to let go? Uh, and, and so I think there is so much of that structuring. And, you know, we, we've talked a lot about data analyst and, and database administrator. We haven't talked as much about data science, but that's, that's the one that tends to get the headlines, I think, because it's new and flashy. Um, and I don't think a lot of companies are ready for that. You know, I I think, you know, a a data scientist is going to come in and, you know, really apply again, some heavy duty techniques onto a situation that's already well-structured. And so many companies today are not in a situation that's well-structured. So they need to get there first before they can, you know, really apply some advanced techniques. Organize the library first, and then you can, you know, do your research after that. The one role we didn't talk about um, that was the data architect, who sounds like that sounds like the job where they're, you know, they're the project manager or something along those lines. And they, they, they're, you know, they're the contractor uh, and all the others are the subs and they're, you know, they're helping them kind of do their thing. Yeah, I always view the architect role, you know, in any of the, the areas of, of the framework, whether we're talking about infrastructure, software, security, data. That, that architect role is, you know, kind of the, the final level, you know, the boss level. They, they, they've yeah. really built their skill in all of the areas within that pillar. And they've also added at least some level of skill in the other areas. Um, so if you're a data architect, you know, you, you understand how to structure the data like a DBA would. You understand how to analyze it. You might not have the strongest, you know, data science skills, but you at least understand that space. And then you understand the security of it. You understand what the privacy concerns are going to be. Um, and and you might understand like DevOps and how that's working. So, yeah, I, I think that most companies are not quite ready, you know, for something like that. At the biggest companies, I mean, you see this, you see these, you know, chief data officers, data architects, you see these at the companies that are, uh, you know, massive companies that that have been dealing with huge amounts of data for a long time, and their you know their primary business is in extracting the value from that data. So they have to get really good at it. But I think most companies will eventually get to that point where they have somebody acting in that role uh, and kind of overseeing the entire process um, and and helping a lot with the classification of data uh, and and the management ultimately leading to getting the value out of the analysis. Cool. Well, I don't think this is a topic that we are going to stop talking about. That's for sure. I could see us. Uh, this kind of bleeds into everything that we um, that we touch upon. So an interesting one and good paper, by the way. Yeah, thank you. I'm, I'm really excited to see how it develops, you know, throughout the next year. Like I said, as CompTIA launches this Data Plus certification right. uh, and as we see traction with that and as we're getting some market feedback, uh, it, it'll be very exciting, I think, for us to be entering this new space. Agreed. Agreed. So all of you out there, if you're interested, look up CompTIA. Check where, can we, where can we find your white paper? Somewhere, yeah, right? Links links in the show notes. It's out on the CompTIA website. Um, and we're we're putting out quite a bit more content, you know, around data, you know, uh, data in certain verticals, you know, like healthcare and finance. Um, so there's a lot of that on the website too, but there'll be yeah links in the show notes to some of this stuff. Awesome. My friend. Well, good job. And um Looking forward to a long weekend here, Labor Day. Yeah, yeah, it'll be be a good one. This was a great way to head into it. You know, a fun conversation about data before a long holiday weekend. Data, data, data. I'll be thinking about it all weekend long. Yeah. All <laughs> so, right, well, 
Yeah. Uh, good to see you again. And thanks, as always, to our producer, Andrea McMillan. And uh, I'm sure I will be talking to you very soon, Jerome. You bet you will. All righty. Take care, everybody out there.